Welcome to Mindset in the Making with Rachel Josefina, a podcast where we talk about spirituality, perfectionism, and the dance and theater industry. I am on a mission to eliminate hustle mentality and show you that you are worthy of your deepest desires and have the power to create a life you actually enjoy. Just by pushing play today, you are already doing something incredible for your life. Let's keep that momentum going and get into this week's episode. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mindset in the Making with Rachel Josefina, me. Um, Welcome back. If not, welcome to, I took that from Brian Whitehill. Um, I find that I, uh, I tend to like take phrases from other people. I don't know if you guys do that as well, but I think there was one time in college where I like started saying something. And of course now I don't remember what it was, but I started saying this phrase and I was like, who did I get that from? Because, you know, I always got something from other people. I was like, who did I get that from? And I swear I asked every single person and I was like, I can't figure it out. And they were like, I think, I think you just say that. And I was like, oh my God, I created something. (laughs) I started saying something on my own. I was so happy anyway. So, um, little side note that, that was my little side note, but anyway. Okay. So today I wanted to talk about five phrases that you need to stop using immediately because they're like the moment you use them, they're taking your power away. And as we've been seeing a lot right now, I've been seeing a lot right now that words are just such a big deal. And we so often like throw out words, we use words. And, um, unless you're a writer or potentially if you're a content creator, um, you just don't really notice how much words can affect your day-to-day life. Not even just the words that you are speaking out loud, but the words that you're speaking inside of your head. The way you talk to yourself is so impactful because the more that you talk to yourself in the way, whether that's good or bad, that is how your subconscious learns to be programmed. So when you're young, your subconscious is programmed and it's not really up to you how it's programmed because it's programmed by all the words that are um, being used outside of you, right? So from your parents, from your siblings, from your teachers, from your peers, um, who's also, who's their subconscious is being programmed by their parents and people who are older than them and just by society in general, what you are consuming, the TV shows that you're watching, all of that is out of your control. And then when you become an adult, that's when you get to start choosing your own thoughts. And it's very empowering when you even realize that you get to choose your own thoughts. And that's not to say that you're every single thought you choose, whether it comes in and out of your head, it's that you get to choose which ones you hold on to and which ones you believe. And that's where the choice comes in. So like, if you've ever tried meditating before, you know that you're meditating and you're like, I'm thinking about my grocery list. Like so many thoughts come inside of your head and it's spontaneous. You know, you don't really have control over that, but you have control of whether you hold on to that and then follow that thought down a whole path. Or if you, as you know, you do in a meditation practice, watch it and release it, right? Just watch it go by as if you were standing on the side of the road and you're just watching the cars go past, right? If you're staying, if you're 
kind of looking ambiently. I want to use that word. I'm not sure. It's funny. I'm talking about words, but I like honestly don't have that big of a vocabulary, which is a big insecurity for me. So I've gotten a lot better over the years of like asking people what words mean or like looking them up. But if someone's using a word, like a really big word in a conversation, um, a lot of the times I have to ask them like, can you just quickly define that for me? (laughs) Because I don't understand what they're saying. Um, but anyway, um, sidetracked a little, if you're standing on the side of the road and you're just kind of looking out in the distance at the road and you're watching the cars go past, but you're not grabbing on to one car with your eyes and then continuing your focus down the street and moving your body, moving your head, right? You're just kind of watching them go past. That's, that is what we want in meditation. That is what you have the choice to do with thoughts that truly just don't serve you is to just watch them go past and like, bye, we don't need you today. Thank you so much for stopping by. Right. They didn't even stop by, but just right rolling by and you get to choose which ones you then focus on and keep and choose to continue to believe. And so these five phrases that I'm going to talk about are ones that are very commonly used, ones that I used to use and still find myself using once in a while that I, you know, have to release and watch go past. So I'm going to give you five phrases and then within those, I will be giving you some alternatives because I'm not just going to like leave you with don't ever use these, but never give you something to use instead. You know, that'd be a little cruel. Um, so the first one is just the word should, right? Or like, I should be doing this. I should be working out. I should be here by this point in time. I should be should, 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 should stop using the word should. Like number one, because there's so much shame that is attached to the word should, because it is always followed up in your subconscious with, but I'm not, or but you're not right. Like, Oh God, I'm, I should be doing a workout right now in parentheses, but you're not right. So you get to choose what you do and what you do not do. You are in 100% control of your actions. So if you notice that you're doing something that you don't want to be doing, you can say, I could be working out and I think I'm going to do that now and then go do it. Or I could be working out, but I'm choosing to do something different instead because my body's really tired and I just don't want to. When you're saying I should be working out, you're just beating yourself up and shaming yourself and pushing yourself down into this low vibration that's not going to allow you to be productive to, yeah, it's not going to allow you to be productive in whatever you're doing. Even if what you're doing is resting, like it's not going to be efficient. That rest is not going to be efficient because you are going to be beating yourself up and putting yourself into more emotional exhaustion, even if you're resting your body. And that's the biggest thing, honestly, that I think I want to, or that I do want to point out is that you could be 
choosing to do something different, but if mentally you are in the place of, I should be doing this other thing, what you're doing in that moment isn't even like a conscious choice because you are, your mind is somewhere completely different. You don't even get to be present in what you're doing. Like, let's say you decided to take the night off work or let's use today for me, for example, I, um, the family I 84 asked me if I could work today and cause I didn't work one day last week cause of whatever doesn't, ma- doesn't really matter. But anyway, I'm working today this afternoon when normally I have the full day off and I'm a little salty about it. And I've pretty much decided that like, I'm not going to do that from now on. I really like having my Fridays off. And so this is a lesson that I've learned, but I could be saying, and I have been saying, I should have said no. I should have said no. I should have said no. And this should is just a complete, like not struggle, complete, uh, war with reality. Like when you're saying should, you are at a complete war with reality, especially because, you know, I'm not going to be like, Oh, well I should have said no. So right now, a few hours before work, I'm just going to be like, sorry, can't come. Like that's not acting with an integrity. I'm going to, of course, follow through with what I said and just learn for the next time. So the faster that I can accept what is happening right now, I can then be present in it and be present to the magic, to the gifts that this could bring me. Because of course, everything happens in perfect timing. So who knows why I was supposed to work today, but I said yes, and I was supposed to work today. Who knows, you know? But I'm never going to be able to see why right? I'm not going to be able to see those gifts or enjoy this moment or enjoy being with my little babes, um, this afternoon. If I was consistently being like, Oh, I shouldn't be here. I should have said no, you know, immediately, like, I'm just going to feel bad the whole time. And my work day is going to be awful. Right? So that's a choice that you are making or that I could be making that I don't want to do. So I could have said no, but I didn't. So I'm going to, you know, be present in the moment. Um, yeah. So should needs to be out of your vocabulary, like immediately, because it is taking your power away every time you say it. And something that I like to do is I have a should journal in my phone. So anytime I find myself saying the word should, I write it down in my phone. And then at the end of the day, I kind of go through and look over like what I said should about and see if there's any similarities, if there's the same kind of activity that I feel like I should be doing. And then I get to decide, you know, am I going to make a different choice the next day? And I change it to could, right? I, I could be doing this. And then I get to choose rather than I should. Um, and like putting myself down every time I say that. So yeah. Okay. The second one is I'm a mess. <laughs> How many times have we been having like a bad day and you're like, God, I'm such a mess. I used to say that all the time. Like, oh, I'm such a mess. I'm such a mess. I'm such a mess. And you are just identifying yourself with something that you don't want to be. You are not a mess. You make mistakes. Things don't go perfectly. You are human. That is okay. But don't call yourself a mess. Like, would you call your friend a mess? 
And also, if you would call your friend a mess, like, please reevaluate that and please don't call people messes because that's not very nice. Okay, so don't call yourself a mess because you're not. Again, things go wrong sometimes. That is okay. But when you perpetuate the idea that you are a mess, you are allowing yourself to identify with something that you don't want. Because, like, who wants to be a mess? (laughs) I don't want to be a mess. You don't want to be a mess. Right? You can just say, like, things are very interesting today. They're going differently than I felt, than I expected. Right? When things go differently than you expected, that doesn't have to mean something bad. But when you say, like, I'm a mess, that is bad. Right? Like, there's no good mess. So allow there to be flexibility. Allow there, allow yourself to use words that are more open-ended and have the possibility to mean something neutral, if not good. So as I said, things go poorly. That is okay. But let's use some different words, right? Things went differently today than I expected. Things are going differently than I expected, right? I'm feeling a little bit panicked. (laughs) I'm feeling flustered. I'm feeling overwhelmed, right? Feelings, identifying how you're feeling, taking a deep breath, choosing to see that you have a lot of options. Right now your focus is all over the place and you want to choose one thing to focus on and then move forward from there. That allows you to actually change something and then move forward in the way that you want to. So also using I'm a mess is just making you sit in that mess and you're not able to take any steps forward with intention because you're not allowing yourself to even see where you could move forward. Right? So like, I'm feeling overwhelmed right now. So I'm going, or like, I'm scared that I'm going to be late or whatever that is for you. Like take a deep breath and say, things are going differently. What's one thing I can focus on and move forward. Right. But stop identifying yourself with a mess because you're just not, you're not a mess. Okay. Third thing is typical me, another identifying phrase. Okay. So especially when you are late. Like I, I am, I'm going to just call myself out right now. I'm late a lot, (laughs) especially when it comes to like meeting up with friends at work. Not as much. I am like two to three minutes late a lot. And like, I would like to change that. I could change that. I absolutely could change that. (laughs) I have control over that. Um, but, but I am late kind of a lot. And if every time I said I, like when I was late, if I'm like, typical me, I'm late again, I'm just perpetuating the fact that I'm late. I am giving away my power that I have any control over whether I am late or on time. I'm giving away all of my power that I have a choice in any of it. And it's just like, oh, well, that's who I am and it can't be changed. And especially when it's something bad because like how often do you say typical me or like that's such a me thing to something that's good I mean I definitely say that especially when it's like I'm in the park or like someone's like what are you doing and I'm like oh yeah I'm walking in a park of course because I'm always walking in a park because I love parks right 
that's where we want to be using like typical me. But how often have you used the phrase typical me or that's such a me thing when it was actually something good? So when you use that phrase for something that you don't particularly like about yourself, you are just perpetuating the identity of something that you don't like. You are taking away all your power. So instead, you can say like, oh, I was late, but next time I'm not going to be, right? Or just like, yeah, I was late. And just very neutral, like it happened, but that doesn't have to define you. These actions that you don't like do not have to define you. And until you start defining yourself in another way with like, oh yeah, I'm always early. That's kind of weird that I was late. The more you keep telling yourself that, the the more that you will be able to start taking action with your new identity. Okay. So I'm going to start doing that and I'll let you know how it goes <laughs> of like, oh, I'm always early. That's so weird that I'm late. And, you know, I say that a little bit sarcastically. And so it takes the, the extra step of truly like, what would it feel like if I was always early? You know, like sitting in that feeling of changing the identity and then speaking on it, right? But that's more of an, the energetics, the energetics level, which is so important. But this episode is really just about the words, um, and that's not to say that they don't go together because they do. But I'm just not going to get into the deep energetics in this episode. If you are more, if you are interested in that, DM me. Let's talk about it on Instagram. And if you have an identity that you continue to perpetuate and you want to change that identity, uh, let's, let's figure out how to do that. I have a 90 minute deep dive that I'm offering at the moment. It's unlocking your next right steps and that can be unlocking, you know, the next right steps to your new identity that you want to give yourself this new habit that you're wanting to create. Um, so yeah, let's do that together. DM me on Instagram and let's figure it out. Anyway, moving on to the fourth one is I don't have enough time. That is just such a lie. (laughs) Every single person on this earth has 24 hours every single day. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what you believe. You have 24 hours and that is how it goes. And you get to choose how you spend those 24 hours. You get to choose how much sleep you get. You get to choose how much time you spend on work. You get to choose how much time you spend on going to class or taking voice lessons or walking in the park or hanging out with friends or doing yoga or working out, whatever that is, you get to choose. You truly do. And if this is feeling like, but I don't, Rachel, I have to do this, then ask yourself, what if I did get to choose? Just come at it from a different place because if this is feeling like it's really bumping up against what you believe, then just just potentially be like, what what if I believed that I got to choose what I do with every single moment of my day? How would that feel? What would that be like? Take that mindset and let's continue talking about it. So, So you get to choose, right, every moment of your day. And when you say, I don't have enough time for that, you are playing a victim to your own life. You put yourself in the back seat and you don't have control over the of over what you're choosing. You you are allowing 
You are allowing everything else to choose for you. And your life is your choice. Okay. So instead of saying, I don't have time to do A, B, and C, you say, I'm choosing to do D, E, and F, right? Or whatever it is, right? So like the other day, um, and I created a reel on this on Instagram, but it's, it's like, I don't have time to go to this dance class because I have to do something else. But it was like, no, Rachel, <laughs> that's not true. Um, I do have time to do that, but I am choosing to get some work done instead, do a couple emails, write some content, because that's where I want to be putting my time and energy in this moment. And tomorrow that'll look different. Maybe I'll take a dance class tomorrow, right? But every single day looks different and you get to choose how you want to spend your time. And so just by saying, I am choosing to spend my time doing this, you immediately take your power back, like immediately because you get to choose rather than saying, oh, I don't have time to do that. And you just feel bad. Like catch yourself the next time you say, I don't have time to do this. And if you change to, oh, well, I'm actually choosing to do this. How does that feel in your body? Like, does that feel different? Because for me, it feels drastically different. So I'd be very curious to see if you have a very similar or if that has a similar effect on you. Um, yeah, cause it's giant for me. So take back your power. You have time. You get to choose. Um, okay. And then the last one is again, another choice of, I can't afford that. Right? Like I, I can't, I can't afford that. People say that all the time. We say that all the time, especially with our starving artist mindset, which hopefully has been released a little bit. Um, and if it's not, you know, it's, you're going to get there. You don't have to be a starving artist. We don't have to be poor. It's not, you don't have to be a poor artist. That's just not, it's not the vibe. Um, but yeah, so saying I can't afford that again, leaves you powerless to your money situation, whatever that money situation is, whether or not you are saying I can't afford that $1 stick of gum, I can't afford that $15 cocktail. I can't afford that $1,200 rent, whatever that is, no matter how big, no matter how small saying, I can't afford that. Even if you think a hundred percent, that is true is just taking away your power and it's not helping you to feel empowered or in control of your own life. So instead you say, I'm not choosing to spend my money on that right now. And you can say, I'm not choosing to spend my money on that, but you can also say, I'm not choosing to spend my money on that right now, which is going to be a whole nother episode. So we'll get into that later, but I'm not choosing to spend my money on that. Immediately you have more power. You have all the power. You get to decide what you're spending your money on. You get to decide where it goes. That's it. When you give yourself the choice, when you empower yourself to be in control of where your time goes, your energy goes, your money goes, what words you use, oh man, it feels great. <laughs> it feels great to be in control coming from someone who always wants to be in control. But seriously, when you make empowered choices, when you decide where your money goes, it feels different. It feels so different of saying, I'm not choosing to spend my money 
on wine this month. I'm choosing to spend my money on dance classes instead. Or I'm not choosing to spend my money on dance classes because I'm choosing to spend my money going out with friends. Whatever that is for you, whatever reason there is for you, again, you don't have to explain it to anyone. You don't owe anyone anything to explain why you make your choices because it's not their life. It's yours. So make the choices. Empower yourself to make the choices because it is your life and it is your choice. So again, just remember these five phrases are to stop saying immediately are should, I'm a mess, typical me, I don't have enough time, I can't afford that. If you find yourself saying any of those, notice it, release it. Don't shame yourself about it. Just release it because you don't need to say that anymore. You get to say different things that put you in the position of power. You have the power. All right. I hope you have an incredible week. Make sure to rate and review this podcast because this is how this community grows. This is how people get to see these mindset shifts and they get to use these tools. And then collectively, we get to manifest the world that we want to see. The more people that are on board with this, the faster we can manifest the world that we want to see. All right. Take a screenshot of this episode, share it on Instagram. Let me know which phrase out of the five you say the most. And let's talk about it. Have an amazing, amazing, amazing week. And always remember that no matter where you are and no matter how you feel, you always have a choice.